0: Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre and post game shows. Go to MLB.TV to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League
1: Baseball trademarks used with permission. This time of year, severe thunderstorms and tornadoes can pop up pretty quickly in Michigan, with or without warning.
0: It's a crazy development. Sometimes it's super fast, sometimes there's really no time to even predict or forecast that the storms are going to happen.
1: While most of us will take shelter, there is a select few that run right into the storm. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Severe weather is always possible in Metro Detroit. We're coming out of snow and ice season, moving into thunderstorm, hail, and tornado season. Just listen to WWJ Morning anchor Jonathan Carlson with AccuWeather meteorologist Dean DeVore. Severe storms expected to hit Metro Detroit, and it has DTE energy crews gearing up for possible power outages. Our Dean DeVore with more on what we should expect. Today is a day you need to be prepared and keep an ear here to WWJ, as we will have rounds of thunderstorms that will likely be severe, and there's a significant risk that these could produce dangerous levels of damaging winds, hail, some um, flooding downpours, and there is the potential for a spin-up tornado in this situation. DTE executives say they're watching the weather system and crews are prepared to respond to any outages that may occur as quickly and safely as possible. Meteorologists like Dean, they watch and predict the storms from inside of an office building, just like the one I'm sitting in right now. But people like Chris Tobias, they run right into the danger. Why? Because that is what storm chasers do.
0: So right now, I'm actually going to be behind the, the line that's working its way southeast towards Macomb Township. It is still in the tornado watch, so the environment's still favorable for some of these storms to spin up. I think the, the biggest threat for the rest of the day, though, is actually going to be once this triple point that's southwest works its way towards us, which is where the low system and the cold air, warm air all meets together. That can work its way through lower Michigan, southwest Michigan. There may be some potential for some storms later on to work their way towards, I would say, Dundee, Detroit, that vicinity. I am going to kind of stay in the southern Michigan area and just see what happens. Probably grab some food in a little bit and jump on a storm if one pops up.
1: I talked to Chris from inside of his SUV, which he says is the most important tool in his arsenal. He told me that he used to do it in a two-wheel drive car, but was always getting stuck. It turns out, though, the vehicle is not where the equipment ends. It's where it starts.
0: I use the iPad for radar while I'm on a chase. Being able to use that for communication means as well. I've got a GMRS radio that's set up in the vehicle. It's kind of a step down from a like ham radio. Powerful walkie-talkie, so I'm able to listen to NOAA weather radio on that. Always got my uh, helmet outside, and you'll start having hail dropping on you. You have also a seatbelt cutter and a window breaker. You never know what you're gonna roll up on. You've got the dash cam that's always rolling, that's rearward and forward. And then most importantly, I will usually just have the radio on low. So if there are tones going out for a severe thunderstorm or a tornado warning, I'm able to just kind of get my eyes on it.
1: Because I am a child of the 1990s, when I think of storm chasers, I think of the Michael Crichton smash hit Twister from 1996. But Chris is only 25, born after the film debuted. So how did he get into this?
0: So growing up in Michigan, the weather is always all over the place so being in sports, it always kind of affected my outlook in, in the day, so we were kind of always paying attention if we were going to have practice outside and whatnot. So that's what really got my trigger, was just always having to be aware of what's you know, going on around me. Once I got Initially started with storm chasing. I was probably like 12, 13, hopping in the car with my brother, didn't even have a license.
1: There is plenty of predictive technology when it comes to the weather, but things can materialize quickly, so I wondered what people like Chris do to keep themselves ahead of the madness.
0: It's a crazy development. Sometimes it's super fast. Sometimes there's really no time to even predict or forecast that the storms are going to happen. So typically I would be on social media watching the Storm Prediction Center, uh, talking to my weather friends. Once the uh, interest sparks on a conversation where, you know, oh, there might be storms next week, that's when we start keeping our eyes on Storm models, being able to try to predict what's going to happen. It's not the easiest job. I'm not the best at it by any means, but I love learning it. For the most part, watching social media, talking, that's about all we really do. Having a network of people and pitching the ideas out there. Here and there, Somebody will have an idea and say, hey, did you see this model on this run? And sometimes that one person saying that triggers the idea of where we
1: need to go. It turns out that community that Chris is talking about has made a huge difference in his life. For him, beyond the lightning and tornadoes, this has all the elements of any other social club. I've
0: got a bunch of great friends around the Michigan, Indiana, Ohio areas. And it's super, super fun watching the community come together and grow. Growing up as a kid, I didn't have like a single friend that cared about weather and now I've got, you know, a handful of 20 kids that I'm able to message and talk to. Some are going to school to become meteorologists. Some are just amateur chasers like me. And it's a blast.
1: You mentioned like you had this network. I'm curious, is it a variety of different kinds of people? Are they all younger like you? Are they older? What's the community like? I had no idea.
0: Community is super fun. Best community I've ever been in. It's a little bit of everybody. I've got friends, though, that are still in school becoming the meteorologists. The entire group is just all over the place, So There's so many people out there doing it. It's definitely a hobby that's gained interest like no other.
1: Here in the news business, things can get a little gruesome. And sometimes folks think that we news persons like the death and destruction. We certainly do not, but it is part of our job. Chris says chasing storms is the same way. You're not chasing death and destruction, but that is part of what happens in this line of work.
0: Correct, yeah, it's something that's a really fine line. There's some people that we've seen that will show up, get in there, and they'll take video and they, you know, they'll document the, the scene. At that point, they pack their stuff up and they leave, where most of the storm chasing community. That were around. They're staying with first aid. The people that have got their, you know, certifications for AED, they're on the scene, making sure they're, you know, getting their hands dirty where it needs to be. So, definitely having the right people around you in any situation is beneficial. So there's a good amount of people I know in Michigan alone that I like chasing with too. It's always good to have somebody else
1: around you. Severe weather cannot be stopped by storm chasers or by anybody else for that matter. Nature will run its course. So I asked Chris what his goal was each time he goes out.
0: Ultimately, I always want the storm to be gorgeous. I think that's every storm chaser's goal, just to have this perfect picture storm that's moving slow, with not a lot of rain around it. Super fun being able to take pictures and talk about the storms. It's super hard to do that when you've got storms like today that are moving it like 50, 60 knots, at that point you're pretty much just sitting, you've got one shot, and that's it. I would say ultimately being safe, being able to get out there, take a couple pictures, and take my mind off of life, honestly. That's my goal. Just keep my mind healthy, keep my mind off of things, and enjoy what Mother Nature has to throw at us.
1: Most people use hobbies to relieve stress, and it turns out that's why Chris is out there right now you know, some people, they'll buy a motorcycle and they'll just go ride. When they do that, their mind can just kind of go wherever it goes without having to focus on anything. Is that what you're doing? But instead of being on a a bike, you're chasing tornadoes?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes these, these storm chases, I mean, it turns into a total bust. I'll get out there and it won't even rain sometimes. I'm like, what is happening? Sometimes I have the best time just being out on the road and finding new places. I mean, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's like a little mini vacation for me, being able to get out here and go to a little area I've never been to. I enjoy hiking as well, so sometimes I'll find myself not even having a storm to chase, and I'll find a new hiking trail, and that's all my day will turn into. So it definitely uh, brings uh, good things to my life.
1: Severe weather can be very impactful, and oftentimes in the worst ways possible. Some people will lose all their worldly possessions, while some people will lose their lives. But for people like Chris, storms have changed his life for the better, the much better. Today's big thanks go out to Chris Tobias for chatting with me while he was chasing storms. But don't worry, he wasn't driving. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want The Daily J delivered right to you? Well, all you have to do is subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?